Okay. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin. Allahumma salli wa sallim wa baraka ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Allahumma la sahla illa ma ja'altahu sahla wa anta tajul al-hazna idha shi'ta sahla. Allahumma a'inna ala dhikrika wa shukrika wa husna ibadatik ya rabbil kareem. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh everybody. Um, I hope that um, everybody is doing good and it's good to see uh, folks respond which means that the whole thing is working right so uh, from my point of view, from my point of view, I we're doing some testing, obviously, um, and the testing that we're doing is that we have changed the computer. We're going to do it in bit 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 parts, right? So, couple of changes we're going to do. So this week, I'm running off a laptop rather than the uh, uh, the, the the main desktop. So we'll see whether that makes any difference. And if this still has the flickering, then we will next week we will go to a Mac, the one that we use in the masjid, which is the one, you know, the LP, the LP computer. So we'll see how that goes, inshallah. The other main change is that um, the other main change is that the uh, what's it called? Uh, the dars. We obviously had a little chat about that, right? That it was very, uh, what's the word? fragmented and disjointed because of too much focusing on the screen and uh, we didn't agree on whether Mesa or someone or Solange or whoever it is can then gather questions because I don't want to then get in their way either uh, I think people should personally take the responsibility like it happens um, uh, in the Al-Maghrib classes that I teach um, Shaz can answer that. Shaz answered these questions on iPads and this and that. I don't know whether it's still a problem. But by the way, everyone who's obviously who's joined the Telegram group right now, one really important thing that you guys are doing is to bring up various little um, mistakes and uh, uh, errors on the site. That's not working. That's not loading. That's not blah, blah. So that's really important, right? Because the reason all of this is happening is that a number of updates have been pushed to the website. And when I say updates, I don't just mean in the operating system. I mean not just in the portal, but I mean, for example, how the comments appear, how the um, the liveness and the not live and how your notes are saved and where they're saved. And for the longest time, the emails were knocked off completely. So the emails were not, you know, and so some people need to do hard resets. Some people need to like, you know, or to do all this kind of stuff, like Shazad saying, but it's important, Shaz, that you then make a note of that, right? If it's only working in landscape, then, you know, can we not make it work in portrait? In in the normal, can we not make it work in portrait? So we need to we need to see that as well. And remember um, that always uh, look for on the video, the live button. The live button should have a red dot, okay? A red dot. And that red dot means that you are actually part of the live uh, video as opposed to just um, you know you're you're catching up, okay. Um, yeah, these are the kind of things that we should feed back, and just got to make sure that Shaz uh, that they get collated, right? All of the issues get collated and then sent to Shaz. So the main thing is is that is the fragmented nature of the class, right? We want to try and get rid of that, um, and the way that's going to be done is that I focus less on the interruptions in online. You see. 
like I say, like I explain in the Al-Maghrib classes, which are incredibly successful in terms of an experience, uh, mashallah, but the, 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 the individual responsibility that every student has to take comes with the power that they've just discovered. Because, you know, in person, not everybody feels not just the confidence, but also the adab of just throwing a question out. Like, no one would just keep repeatedly throwing questions out in the middle of someone speaking. Um, so he keeps people under control. There's a level of discipline, even if the teacher doesn't mind. And you know in LP, we don't mind. Live, people are going left, back, you know, left, right. Every, it's, all, it's all going on. But there's a level of control. People you only notice, you know, when eyes are given and, you know, I'm reading or I, I need to. So um, that, that, yani, uh, 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 that side of things, um, that level of personal responsibility when you are online it needs to be kind of incorporated into your typing comments. Now, when you're typing a comment, you're obviously not intending to interrupt, but every time you type a comment, it's like as if I'm teaching out live, if I'm teaching live, someone's thrown a question at me. And because you don't feel the consequence of that when you're typing it, then it's, uh, it's um, you know, it's kind of like um, uh, you just do more of it. So what I'm just trying to say, and I don't mind that because that's the whole point that we have LP and LP is what it is. LP is more of a laugh than other classes. It has more banter than other classes. It has more back and forth. Otherwise, it wouldn't be LP. We eat and drink and we chill and we laugh and we joke and, you know, half the class is wasted and another half of the another half is bitter fiqh and the majority of the students cry their eyes out. That's what LP is. So I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to be complaining about that uh, 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 thing. Harris, you've lost your mind, bro. Okay, you especially don't even get three minutes. Haris, yani, by the way, i got to tell you a little a story about uh, Haris. He's Harris when he's behaving himself and he's Haris when he really upsets me. Okay, which is all the time these days. All the time. In all the classes, just not yani, uh, helping us out, not yani, uh, adding any value, any benefit. Just, yani, just doing our best all the time. So, so uh, my point is, is that if you do ask a question because you're going to forget, I completely get that. But I want you to understand that I'm not ignoring you on purpose. But rather, I want you to take personal responsibility for your comment and your question. Obviously, if I ask a question, I'm going to read directly. But I want to avoid having to read so much because it's distracting me. And the people on listening on the podcast, it's a nightmare for them. Right? So quite simply put, right? I just want you, to, if you ask a question and it doesn't get answered, make sure at the end when we go through questions that you then repeat your own question. Don't leave it to somebody else. That's basically how this is going to work. That's what we do in the Maghrib class, by the way. In the Maghrib class, no, no, may say it's only a nightmare for you, bro. Okay, it's only a nightmare for you. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right. So, um, what are we saying then? Right, we're on page three hundred and forty-eight. Yeah, in the text. When I say text, I mean you know, in the Shisman uh, al. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing. in the what. In the uh, commentary, right? Now, what's that PDF thing I, I use? What's it called? Yeah, Fox it. That's it. So, if I read... You know what? One thing... By the way, Shaz, I want to say to you, right? That whenever I click on the text, resources, study material, and I go to the uh, study material uh, translation, it's never there. And I have to refresh the page, sign back in again, and then it's uh, even pressing reload, it doesn't work. I have to refresh the whole thing, sign back in again, then suddenly it's there. And that happens all the time. 
on, 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 on all my computers. But like right now, if I'm to go to study material, right, and I go to Asharh al Mumtiyah, nothing underneath it. If I go to Zad al Mustaqnet, nothing underneath it. I press reload, nothing comes up. It's completely blank. It's absolutely insane. And now I come, yeah, I click Zad. Of course I click Zad. I'm clicking Zad, yeah, and for all, look, yeah, click, click, click. There you go. This is Sharh al Mumtiyah. I ain't interested one little bit. Press reload, reload. All right, here we go. Sharh Mumtiyah is now popped up. Let's press other. Okay. I don't know what's happened to the side working. All right. That's just the only sod's law, isn't it? Yeah. Never ever worked. I just pressed it like 36 times and suddenly it's working. All right. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. Okay. I don't know what's going on. I think it's just the only you lot trying to badnam me. All right. Now, uh, where are we? In terms of uh, the text, then we are just finishing off this part. It is not invalidated, the prayer. It's not invalidated for the one. Let's actually read in Arabic first. All right, just to remind you guys. Where are we? We are... And then today we're going to jump into a lovely topic which we've covered quite a bit of it before. I don't think we'll get to that actually, but let's see. All right, so um, what we're going to cover today is the prayer is not invalidated. If two trustworthy people let the Imam, we've done all that to a mistake, but he continues whilst being unsure he is, he is correct. His prayer is invalidated as well as for the one following him who knew what was correct. However, it is not, it is not invalidated for the one who was following, unaware of what was correct, or had forgotten, or had left the Imam's prayer. And we're just on that issue about what does it mean to leave the Imam's prayer, and what kind of, you know, can you like pray your prayer by yourself and then just sit around wait, waiting, and then, you know, do the salam with him. We said that's a form of leaving the prayer, and that's okay. But what's better is that he just breaks away. He just, you know, he's seen this guy make a mistake. He knows he's 100% he's made a mistake. We've warned him and told him, yeah, you do this, right? Not interested. So we know 100% the way right and he's 100% wrong, according to our opinion. So we just carry on with our prayer, ignore the jama'ah, we give the salam and we go. All right? And anyway, we'll come to that in a second. The, 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 the next part of the, 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 the text that we're going to cover today, actions not from the genus of the prayer, not from the structure individual uh, 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 the, 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 the intrinsic structure of the prayer performed in a quantity that would be considered a lot and that is important okay that whatever that is would be considered a lot invalidate the prayer whether done intentionally or unintentionally it is not legislated to offer the prostration for an insignificant number of such actions meaning it's okay if it's insignificant and ingesting small amounts of food and drink do not invalidate the prayer. Woo, that's going to be fun. All right, when we get to that, we'll deal with it. Now, let's just get to the, the, the sharh then, the commentary. Where have we got to? We're in that scenario where we're just trying to understand one unique, rare, random yani scenario where the people behind know 100%. This is Salat al-Dhuhr, and they've all counted for, they, you know, everybody knows. And my guy stood up for the fifth, the imam. All right? 
He stood up for the fifth and everyone behind him is like, what's going on? Right? Now, they know for a fact that this is a mistake. They say, subhanAllah, subhanAllah, women are giving it all the behavior at the back. He ignores them. All right? At this point right now, you, in your mind, know 100% that this imam has made a mistake. All right? Because you know, as far as you're concerned, this is the case. So what you have to do, what you're obligated to do, otherwise your prayer is going to be invalidated, is to not follow him, as we covered last week. Because that is then you intentionally changing the prayer. Okay? And we, as we covered last week, we said that a person who doesn't know what's going on, a bit miskeen, doesn't know what's happening, it doesn't matter about him then, yeah? Or he's not sure about it himself, just following the imam, that's okay. But a person who does know, he can't follow. So what does he do? He would continue the prayer by himself and then wait, and then give salams with the imam, and that's it. Or, what he will do, is that he will, which is far better, far yani, less hassle, and we said that that one is like Salatul Khawf, the, the prayer that you pray, pray in war, where you pray and then you wait with the Imam and you give the salam with the Imam. You entered into the prayer with the Imam of Takbir and then you give salam with the Imam. Or, which is certainly what I prefer and what the scholars generally prefer, the person just prays in, does taslim, and that's it, gone. That's it. Now, the unique scenario Sheikh Uthameen threw out is that he goes, all right, not all the time though, the Imam, when he stands up to a fifth, is it a mistake? And we explained that, you know, because he's missed one, of, he's missed the Fatiha and one the Raka'at earlier. And so he's basically too far gone now. So he's basically cancelled that Raka'at out. And he's now standing up again to do a Raka'at to replace the invalid Raka'at, the unit, because he didn't do Fatiha in it, for example. And so in this scenario, the people who are thinking it's a mistake, they will leave the prayer. What you need to know is that in this scenario, because the Imam doesn't advertise what he's doing, if the people followed him because they weren't sure, their prayer is fine because they're not sure. If the people followed him, if the people broke away because they can see he's clearly stood up for the fifth, they're fine as well. There's no problem with that sin-wise or anything like that. But what would be better is for people to use a little bit of lateral thinking and you know try to put some guesswork together. What kind of things would you be looking for? First of all, you look at your imam. If he's like a don daddy imam and you know that he doesn't mess about, got a spot on memory, full of experience, not getting too old and senile like myself, and you're not making lots of mistakes all the time. So you're going to think something's up here. Number one. Number two. Massive clue. If everybody is going subhanAllah, 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 and he's like blatant ignoring everybody. That's a massive sign as well. That is an indication. But none of these things in of themselves are enough. A third thing would be a, a third thing would be a clue that happened earlier in the prayer that maybe you brought attention to the Imam at that time as a result of it, or it struck you as something a bit strange at that time. Yeah? These are all kind of you know detective work basically. So the classic example would be that one of the rakaat was done very quickly, right? Not the normal length of standing that it should have been if the Imam had done Fatiha in it. And so you're putting two and two together. He's not ignoring everybody. He's a solid guy, knows what he's doing. And hold on. Yeah, maybe, you know, that first raka'ah where we felt something was whatever. Or yeah, he didn't sit to work in the... Yeah, it's different things. You look for a clue. And every scenario will have a unique, yani, 
clue. But this is tough. Of course it's tough. How on earth do you actually know? No, you don't. So in that scenario, Sheikh Uthameen mentions that, listen, if the guy hangs around and follows because he has some doubt, or because of his doubt, he actually prays his prayer. Because remember, you would be reciting your Fatiha if he left his Fatiha out. So your prayer is valid. So if you were not sure and you followed him, that would be fine. And if you were not sure and you carried on your own prayer, meaning you didn't stand up with the fifth and you remained seated for the fourth and you stayed there and then did taslim with the imam, that's also great as well. So we're just covering all the bases, just making it clear that not every increase in the prayer from the imam is a, uh, uh, you know, uh, a mistake, quote unquote. All right. So, therefore, the the different uh, 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 categories then that we have now of people uh, who follow the imam when the imam increases in the prayer, i.e. he makes a mistake and increases an action or statement or whatever in the prayer that is considered a mistake, okay? And the imam does that. And the people who are following, they fall into four categories. The first one, those who think the imam's right. Okay? Those who think that the imam is right in whatever he's doing. Whether he's doing extra or not, whatever, they, they're, they're aware. They, they, you know, they think he's on the, on the uh, you know, he's got this under control. Their prayer is, what do you think, folks? What do you think their prayer is? Their prayer is valid or invalid? What do you think? That, 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 is a, that is an option, Mesa. You could do that. But as I said, I prefer that a person goes. Correct. It's valid. All right, good. Well done. Second, right, that a person looks at the uh, imam and he considers him more than likely, so over 50%, غَلَبَتِ By the way, um, some of the, like Abid, Basira, Marina, Jawad, okay, Javid, Warda, Adina, all of you are not live, okay? So go to your YouTube video link, all right? In fact, all of you now that I'm doing this, go to the go to the video and press the live button. Yeah, and you just click on live and it will bring you up to date, okay? Because you're way delayed, all right? Um, so the second group is a people who are following the imam and they see him as mistaken, all right? They see him as mistaken, okay? Um... And they follow him knowing that he's mistaken. Mistaken, obviously, they believe that, that he's made a mistake and they're pretty sure. We all know that that prayer is, everybody, just, just uh, humor me. Very good. Very good. That is invalid. The third group, okay, they follow him in that mistake unaware of the actual mistake or unaware of what you're meant to do even if you know the mistake so hold on that is actually a fifth raka'ah all right but they're not sure they're not sure what to do what do you do do you continue do you stop do you do what do you do so this prayer well done this is valid okay or they forget there, there are three subcategories to this right so he doesn't. He didn't realize the mistake, or saw the mistake, but doesn't know what to do as part of the mistake, or he realized there was a mistake, but he forgot about it. All of that, Yani, is forgiven 
because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says uh, or Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala quotes the people saying رَبَّنَا لَا تُؤَاخِذْنَا إِنْ نَسِينَا أو أَخْطَأْنَا Oh Allah, don't hold us to account for that which we forget or that which we do out of mistake. Uh, Surah Al-Baqarah 286. And the hadith, we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, I have done that. Meaning, I will accept your dua. So that's something which is mistaken. Alright, the final category is uh, of people are those people who just separate. They see what the imam does and they think that he's made a mistake. And they leave the prayer. This prayer is valid. Well done. Okay, so valid, invalid, valid, valid. And those are all of the categories of people who follow an imam. That is it done. Alright? Okay. Now, um, we have a question. Sheikh Uthameen asks on 349 and halfway down. He goes, Is it obligatory for the person who's behind being led to indicate to the imam that he's made a mistake that he's you know increased the prayer or not the answer is of course yes it is it is absolutely obligatory because the prophet said if i forget something then uh then remind me daniel you shouldn't be on youtube <laughs> you should be in the you should be in the portal okay daniel is on youtube yani saying why is nobody uh was <laughs> why is nobody here am i late Go back, go to the, to the portal. Okay? Alright. So, um, so yes, yeah, so this is an obligation. Alright? You have to uh, 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 say that. Uh, uh, what about, what about someone who is, then you need to refresh. We're all chatting over there, uh, bro, Daniel. Alright? On the portal, just refresh it and it will come up. Yeah, or, or whatever it is. I don't know what you do. But we're all there, bro. Um, and it's all working for everyone. So, what about someone who is not part of the jama'ah? So we're talking about the guy who's part of the jama'ah. If someone is, you know, uh, uh, Sheikh Uthameen says actually he's praying next to you. He's praying next to you, sunnah, whatever, whatnot. He's not even part of your jama'ah. But he works out clearly that you've done five. Right? And this is not about khushu or not khushu. Everybody knows. And everybody can see when someone's by them. Yeah? In actual fact, sometimes being with a person, right, helps you to keep track of your own prayer. Because sometimes, Annie, you know that you're not sure whether you've done three or four, but you know that the guy next to you started at roughly the same time. And if he's still going, then you think, well, you know, he would, you know, if you're, if you're praying along and you're roughly at the same kind of speed and stuff like that, you get a feel for what's going on, right? So I've done that before, certainly. Where I've not, I'm not sure now, am I in three or am I four? But that's the yani, made me yani, think, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have doubt. Of course it's not a certainty, Mesa. The whole point is, is that I'm praying by myself. I'm not sure where I am. That's the whole point. It's not certain. And I'm looking for clues to help me. And then I look at my guy and I say, yeah, we started roughly the right time. And he's just stood up for the fourth year. That sounds about right. If he's in Taslim, I'm now starting to think, yeah, maybe, I'm, I, maybe I am now praying for a fifth. The point is that you do and you are aware of people around you and i said before the sunnah is not to close your eyes right you are meant to be aware of your surroundings and i as we, as we covered at the end of last year there you know there is even space to be looking all right we said not every look right is a not every look is a uh situation obviously mesa this is based upon the guy knowing it's not based upon a guy who comes halfway through and thinks he's seen a mistake this is a guy a guy who's there 
who is certain himself, okay, or herself, right? So, is it obligatory upon him to indicate that there is, you know, to to shout out to say something? Um, Sheikh Al Uthaymin Alayhi Rahmatullah, he says that according to the majority of the fuqaha, according to what we see from them, right, is that the guy is not obligated. All right, he's not obligated. Because he's not his imam, and he has nothing to do with his own prayer, and he has no connection to his prayer, and yani, you know, what's he got to do with it? He's not affected by it. There's no link. There's no connection. There's no whatever. Um, the Sheikh says, but if we go back to the statement of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, the statement of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala in Surah Al-Maidah, verse two, and cooperate with one another in that which is righteous and that which is of, of discipline and, and, and taqwa, and do not cooperate in matters of sin and aggression, then it is no doubt that from righteousness, we we should consider it obligatory. Yeah, and he, he goes, yeah, and According to me, the correct opinion, it is obligatory to shout out. You notice, yeah, that guy's definitely done five. And you do it all the time. I mean, this is obviously we're speaking about a guy who's praying next to him. Forget that guy. You're sitting in a masjid doing dhikr, right? What else do you do, right? If you're if you're relaxing in the masjid, you're up against the wall and you're just watching everybody. It's the weirdest thing ever. And you see all kinds of madness. You see I need the most classic things, right? So these people are, you know, they they keep an eye on things and they know. They know. I mean, I've done it before. And. The difference about me, though, is that I will actually indicate more than just say Subhanallah, and I've done that. All right. So um, when I've been in the masjid, I see a mistake. I will say, "Bro, you just prayed three, and you you need to pray four. Yeah, mahboob, you are not restricted, mahboob. Okay. Subhanallah is for and and the clap is the for men and women in the prayer. A woman could also speak as well. A woman could also. There's nothing yani in the text. Right? I mean, we don't believe that the, uh, the, the voice is aura. All right? Now, for us Pakistanis, that's quite an easy thing to... to uh, uh, no, no, wait, 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 wait. Slow down, bro. I said the guy was sitting down, man. I said sitting, leaning against the... I made this whole story of us leaning against the wall, sitting, chilling, watching everybody. And you were like, like what? While prayer? While praying sunnah? Come on, guys. You know what I mean? Now, um, so I was going to say... What I was going to say is that for Pakistanis, for Desi people, for us, this is not a major issue because we all know that our mums, not our dads, but our mums do this day and night. Okay? When you were young, okay? When you were young, I'm sure that your mum is slating you in the prayer whilst you're praying. You flipping useless, you fish, you think you called that a prayer, blah, 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 blah. So I just want you to know, uh, um, yeah, actually... Actually, that's true. My mum, my mum does do that. My mum, my mum certainly does. Anyway, right? She will come and she'll say, you know, all right, listen, we're waiting for you. Okay, we want to go. That's that, that's the that's the classic one. I'll be praying, and listen, we'll be waiting for you in the front room. You know, we want to. That's allowed. I mean, it's not great, but you're not. It's not haram to indicate something to someone who's praying. All right. Listen. On one hand, okay, <laughs> on one hand, we um, definitely need to sanctify the prayer more than it is in our hearts. 
On the other hand, I think we do sanctify it too much to this ritual, this ritual, this, yani, we fall into a ritualistic extremism. I think that's the way I want to put it, which is not from, which is not from the sunnah, right? The strictness that we approach the prayer with. And that's why people are shocked when you hear that the Prophet Sallallahu opened, opened the door to Aisha whilst he was praying, right? Opened the door. Knock on the door, walk to the door, opened it. And you're going to see some things that are going to make you think, what? And obviously we spoke about this a lot. And even statements here and there, there's some space. But anyway, the point is, is that it's allowed for a person to indicate. Now you don't have full-on conversations, okay? You don't have full-on conversations and so on, right? Um, okay. So, Sheikh says that it's obligatory. Yeah, correct Imran. Let's get back to the text. Um, then Sheikh says that it is obligatory to correct it because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded a people to cooperate in that which is good. I don't know, Hanifa. I don't know. You know, um, it's how, as our teachers used to say when we complained about children, are we trying to remove children from our life or is it more important for us to build a better defense? To have a higher quality focus, right? Nobody here is going to say that a prayer done, you know, in silence uh, it is the same as a prayer done in noise and all the rest of it. At least I don't think so, right? Majority of us will appreciate a silent, quiet prayer. However, there's a special maza to praying when it's all madness outside. A special maza when it's full hustle, bustle and you're in prayer. Especially sajda. Sajda is on a whole different level when it's in front of other people, right? And work and crowds. I mean, that's my favorite. My point is, is that the Muslim has got to have the, the tools to be able to deal with real life. Yani Islam is not practiced in a bubble. And it's not a religion. It's not a religion for the elite. It's a religion for the working classes. It's a religion for families. It's a religion for single parents. It's a religion for, yani subhanAllah, it's, Cannot you have to be able like like we said at the beginning of uh, we we said it a lot, and I wish that we could say it more. Like we the, uh, we said it a lot at the beginning of uh, a lockdown, right? That this deen is based upon community, and its secret is its community, and the jama'ah is an essential ingredient which honestly has made us suffer so much. However, it just also goes to show how important it is for your own battery to be self-charging as well for your level of iman to be that that when you're alone when you're in a difficult yani moment that you've got enough yani to keep yourself going when you've got no community to push you to embarrass you to for you to uh, want to up your game i mean community does so many things that you don't realize yeah but when you're on your own you realize so likewise you've got to have enough uh, uh, really in the bank to be able to uh, deal with the scenario when people are talking and speaking and and uh, whatever. And the music one's a classic example, the music question, right? A lot of people are in changing rooms, praying in changing rooms, praying in a shop, praying in a, a stadium, praying in a train station when the music going on or whatever, whatnot. And this is where we, we, we use this example to explain to people the difference between sama'a wal istima'a. Right, and sama'a is when you hear something 
and istima is when you listen to something, right? There's a big difference when you are intentionally focused on the words of something and it's dominating your thought process versus just hearing things. And even in hearing, you could recognize a song, recognize lyrics, recognize a tune, recognize people speaking, recognize a message. That's hearing. Listening is when you start to allow that to dominate and it kind of, yeah, active versus passive. And it's a real, you know, so I think that... um, yeah, I don't know where we went with that, but uh, um, so yeah, we'd, we'd speak to him, and you'd correct that. You'd correct the point, okay? Even if there's no connection between you, Shekhar Thamin says, "What's the connection got to do with anything?" He goes, "If you saw a person, um, so okay, let's just actually let me just follow his uh, way of thinking." He goes, "If a person says, what do you say about a person who's fasting, who's just about to eat, okay, uh, or, or to pick up something?" Which he wants to drink, yeah, and out of forgetfulness, is it obligatory to? Yeah, and he say, "Whoa, whoa, bro, yeah." Now this is interesting because me, and I'm like, you know what, man, let that guy and enjoy that food and drink because Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is about to feed him and drink him, uh, you know, give him to drink, because that's what the Hadith says, right? If a person yeah, and he eats or drinks while fasting, yeah, yeah, and he as the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Allah is the one who fed him and gave him to drink. And it's a bonus, it's a charity. And it's okay, nothing needs to be done. So on the one hand, you're thinking, you know what I mean? I'm not going to, you know what I mean? Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala has given my guy a gift and I'm going to have to, you know, rain on his parade and say, but you know what I mean, bro? Okay? No, Rehan, no. It's not the majority. It's not. Which is why I said that but but it is the position of the majority. But Zahir Kalam al-Fuqaha is not, yani, uh, doesn't by in of itself mean the majority. It only means the majority when you know it's the majority. Alright? Um, and Zahir Kalam al-Fuqaha means exactly how you understand it. What, what the apparent meaning of their statements. What the apparent yani, thing that they're saying. That's what Zahir Kalam al-Fuqaha means. Anyway, as Ahlam said, you think you let them enjoy it. Uh, whereas, of course, the correct one <laughs> say, Yani... Because the gelatine, uh, Ibrahim uh, says, you know, that's the same as telling someone that, you know, X sweet has gelatine in it. The truth is, is that, uh, uh, that's a good point, by the way, Taha. Noise forces you to concentrate more than normal in prayer. That's a very good point. And that's why, maybe that's the reason why you enjoy it, right? Anyway, gelatine is a bit different because obviously there's khilaf on it, right? There are some scholars that genuinely consider the uh, uh, gelatine to be, you know, uh, changed, chemically changed, istihala has occurred, and you know, it's okay. So, yani. anyway, so Sheikh says, absolutely, he has to say it because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded, and enjoining the good, forbidding the evil is to prevent yani, that which is haram. Yani, the way to explain this is to say, his ruling is different than your ruling, his responsibility is different than your responsibility. He's forgiven because he's forgotten at this moment you are being tested because you know. And that's it. Let's don't make a big drama out of it. You're going to have to rain on his parade. And you know you can't ignore things like that. Okay? You can't ignore things like that. Um, and then... Um, and by the way, the issue of uh, a connection being there. You know that you have to be connected to something. Ishaq Al-Tameen said, if you saw a person making wudu with water, which is najis, you're not going to just walk by and say, this has nothing to do with my wudu. I mean, it's ridiculous, right? Enjoying the good, forbidden the evil is obligation. To incorporate in righteousness and so on and so forth is something which is uh, uh, obligation. 
And to want the best for your brother, want for your brother what you want for yourself, is obviously a key principle in Sharia. So yani, you want to be helping people. Uh, isn't it different, especially with females? Why would it be different for females? I don't understand. Oh, why, why would it be different for females? Sheikh says, um, uh, okay, another question. Um, so only two people are praying. One's leading the other. They're standing next to each other. He makes a mistake and the guy next to you on your right hand side, he makes the tasbih. Okay. What's that got to do with it? If females don't need to fast in the yani, what's the issue here? There's not even a question in the first person, is there? Bunch of packs. Right, so what do you do in this scenario? Okay. In this scenario where you're where you're there and my guy now says something to you on the right, do you now um say uh, do you take his position or not? He's only one guy. Right? As 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 good as yours. What's the difference between yours and 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 his? Okay? So what Sheikh says that you're not gonna basically yeah, ultimately it's gonna be dependent upon your level of certainty. Just because he says it does not Why would it make any difference? Is the point that there's only one person and bringing it to your attention? Correct. Yeah, the whole point of this, um, the whole point of this question is that uh, there's only one person. Yeah, it's going back to that whole one person thing. So there's not absolute certainty because it's, there's another person backing him up. It's your, your ishtihad versus his ishtihad. That's the reason the question is being asked. Now, you already know what my answer is on that. I already told you before, I don't care with one person, 10 people, whatever, whatnot. It's dependent upon what you believe. You are judged according to what you believe. Level of certainty, I mean, yeah, not arrogance or whatever. Um, he says that no, you don't need to go back to him. None of the scholars are going to obligate you to have to depend upon his position because he's one guy by himself, right? So that's that. However, he goes sometimes, yeah, and he, if a person does mention it or you know says something out loud, says Subhanallah, you start to think, and the more you think at that moment, you start to think maybe he's right. So if he thinks that he is probably right, he's never going to get his certainty, but on the balance of probabilities, he reasonably beyond reasonable doubt, beyond reasonable doubt, believes that, yeah, actually, he's probably right, okay? Then it becomes obligatory for him um, to follow him, whether it's taking his uh, warning or indication in terms of decreasing something from the prayer or increasing something from the prayer, whatever it is to do with your prayer. If it says something and it makes you think that he's right, you are obligated to follow it. And if he doesn't, then you're not. Simple as that. Okay? Simple as that. And even Shaykh Uthameen, subhanAllah, makes the point I was saying earlier on. Okay? About how uh, a lot of the times people who are praying, especially he gives the example of people who come late to the prayer. They come late to the prayer, they join at the same time and and this is what I was saying but not as part of a jama'ah but two people arrive at a message and they start praying themselves. In this scenario, these people have both yeah, and they come to the message, they've joined the prayer and they've you know, joined the imam and now they stand up and then when they now stand up 
the one the guy he forgets how much he's got to do. So what he's doing, ahlan ayaz ahlan. What he does is that he starts to kind of use the other guy as a guide. He knows what well, he joined with me, and so I'm just going to now, yani slow down. Sheikh Uthameen actually, <laughs> Sheikh Uthameen actually says he's in sajda. Yani my guy who's forgotten, he's in sajda. And he's forgotten right now, does he need to get up to do another rakah or not? Right? So he actually elongates the sajda. He basically hangs around, just does more. <laughs> he carries on, he carries on, he carries on. Yani waiting for the guy to catch up, get into sajda, and then does he sit or does he stand? Sheikh Uthameen says that, you know, maybe that guy will stand. So then he realizes, yeah. I was right. I, I, I was right to have a doubt. I do need to stand back up. So then he would then stand up as well. And then, you know, all set. We've all been there, done that. I, I certainly have. A hundred percent. So, there you go. Alright, so that's all the scenarios done in terms of correcting the imam. Is there a limit to how many times you can correct the imam? No. Oh, you mean, Yani, the same mistake you mean? Oh, of course. Yeah, you don't go, Yanni, you know, refuse it. The big fight starts out that, no, you're not going to move on. You will listen to what I'm saying. You got it wrong. No, 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 not at all. Yanni, you know, you just do enough to make it clear that the correction was done and that he understood it. Okay? Yeah, it's all done to certainty. Away says, I remember reading a statement that Allah Jalla Allah doesn't require us to have Ainul Yaqeen, no acts of ibadah. Rather, we need to be more than 50. Yeah, this is 50% certain. Is this a correct way of thinking about it? I don't know if it's correct way, but it's something which is, you know, it's 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 okay. Yeah, and we just need to, you know, have a, a good beyond reasonable doubt approach. So if the imam has some doubt, then the imam is obligated to follow the indication. No, 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 I never said that. I said if the imam has some doubt and believes that the probability is with the other opinion, okay, then they are obligated to follow the indication of probability, even if it's only one person. That's what the position is. Okay? Right. And that's our class position. That's Sheikh Uthameen's position. What about the prayer rows for the people who think that the Imam is right? What should they do? What about the prayer rows for the people who think that Imam is right? I don't, know, what, 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 I don't understand. What do you mean prayer rows? People are all going to be in their own prayer rows. They just carry on wherever they are. They don't move. Nobody moves. What if you have no idea what they are correcting you about, yet they keep insisting? Yeah, I mean, obviously, that's the whole point of, you know, that's why I say being an imam is no joke, right? You've got to, you know, people think just because you recite Quran, you lead the prayer. No. Aqra'akum fi kitabillah. Yani aqra'akum means most versed. Most versed means you know its recitation, its hifz, and its meaning, and the system behind it, and the rules that go with it when using it. So, you got to have an idea. Now, obviously, sometimes you just have no idea what on earth they're going on about. You check in your mind this, this, that, blah, blah, we did all the calculations. I haven't got anything wrong. You just carry on. It doesn't matter if they keep insisting. You just go with what you are. If you believe them is there to be right, then you follow what they're trying to indicate. If you have no idea what's going on, then you just carry on with the prayer. Only tasbih allowed to indicate a mistake. I can't say surah if he's missed a surah to recite after Fatiha. So, Zakaria, um, this is difficult. Uh, it's a difficult question. The, why is it a difficult question? The reason it's difficult is because the scholars will differ over whether the word surah is from the 
genus or the genus of the prayer itself is surah because just Arabic in itself does not qualify. It's got to be from the dua and dhikr category. Now people and surah is definitely not. And saying the name of a surah is definitely not. However, on the other hand, people will say that it is a word in the Quran. Yeah, surah anzalna, right? So uh, 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 it's going to fall into that kind of doubtful kind of thing. I would not consider a prayer invalidated. Invalidated. I would not consider it invalidated if a person was trying to help out an imam who's just frozen up. Doesn't know what's going on. Okay. And you said Surah Fatiha or Fatiha, for example. Um, Zakaria, just uh, just to remember, just a, a reminder, sorry, you would never say Surah in a prayer because it's not obligatory to recite Surah anyway, not by any Imam of any Madhab, right? So that's not a, you know, you would not call out an Imam for that, right? Even if you follow the opinion that we mentioned in uh, a couple of weeks ago, which is, in even those who miss out sunnah actions, can they make sajda or not? That's even that is a separate category. Even that we said we don't like it. But by the way, I was reading, by the way, just for your own benefit, Abdullah ibn Abbas is authentically narrated, authentically narrated as having done sajda. And I told you that I like the idea. And when I say I like the idea, it's because I remember back in the day, like we're talking a long time ago, I used to read a lot of the statements of the Salaf. Okay? That they that some of the I mean statements from the Salaf I mean that even if they missed out on Sunnah acts they felt so disappointed in themselves that they would actually go and do the Sajda Sahu afterwards even though they don't need to in a if they miss out a Sunnah act especially one that they do normally right so yeah if a person missed out reciting a Surah in the beginning two rakaah of a prayer even though it's a Sunnah and there's no mistake done. It is acceptable according to the Hanbalis, etc., etc., to do that sajda. And I don't have a problem with it. And Ibn Abbas used to do it. That's fine. However, it is certainly not right for someone behind to say, hey, you missed out a surah. Oh my days, that guy's going to get beats afterwards, bro. Oh my God. Don't be that guy. So, um, so saying tasmiyah, for example, when the imam rises from the ruku'ah and he says takbir, the, the irony is, is that there's not going to be a single person on that planet, yani, in that jama'ah, who will have any idea what does tasmiyah mean, by the way, okay? You would have to say, Samiyallahu liman hamida. Alright? Okay? You would have to. And I think that's allowed. But you see, that's a lot easier now. Do you get my point, Zakaria? You see? You've given me two... It's not a better example. It's too easy an example. Because you are just, you know, you are just reminding that person... Of the exact prayer words that are from the prayer itself. So even though you wouldn't do that. Because you're stepping a bit beyond your thingy. But if you got a guy who's, you know. Everyone's saying subhanallah, 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 subhanallah. And then the, you, you, you know when the imam's got it or not. Because he freezes. Yeah. And he doesn't know what is going on. And so when he is, yani, you know, frozen. And, and you can tell. Then you say, alright. Samiyallahu liman hamida. Okay. Then he realizes, oh yeah, I'm gonna be going for sajda. I'm not. Then he says, "Samiyallahu liman hamida," and you say, "Rabbana walikalham." I think that's okay. That's certainly not going to invalidate the prayer. Okay. 
Yeah, thank you, Amesa. That's important. We have actually covered this, by the way. I don't want to spend more time on this because we have covered all of this uh, already in the um, uh, in the in the uh, in the in the class uh, earlier on. Okay. Um, uh, or, or should I see? This is the problem now. Uh, questions have come in, and I'm taking them now. So you know what? Let's not. Please keep your questions. So Fiza, Ahlam, Ibrahim, please keep your questions to, uh, meaning copy them somewhere and bring them back towards the end. Okay, let's get some work done and then we'll bring them back because uh, I want to answer them. So now we are on وَعَمَلٌ مُسْتَكْثَرٌ Actions not from the genus of the prayer performed in a quantity that would be considered a lot. Okay? Now, what's actually happening here? Sheikh is saying ada, meaning uh, those which are, are done a, a lot, a lot, but only according to the people, according to culture, according to the era, according to the yani how people would understand it. And a person might say, "Well, how on earth can we make something so subjective and make it based upon?" You know, I'm hating what's happening right now, by the way. You do realize, yeah, that I feel sick to the bottom pits of my stomach. That my dinku little laptop, yani, okay, has proven that the problem is with my, yani, I'm telling you now, supercomputer, Japanese, America, supercomputer desktop. Bagheret, yani, computer, which has got so, like about 100 gig RAM and 100 gig X, Y, it does absolutely everything. And I and I unleashed all of the USB uh, uh, power. It's got full thingy. Bagheret yani computer has, yani you know, it must be ideal, right? Because the bro, this is a laptop, Tinku laptop. I mean, by the way, it's not a it's an it is an XPS which I hate. It, it is a Core i7, so it's not like a rubbish one, but it's old. It's like two three years old. And not a single problem with the with the with the picture, and you know we're talking power, right? This has got a little power thing. This computer here, I think, has a nine hundred and fifty watt power adapter, right? Why am I upset? Why am I upset? Is that this computer cost me thousands of pounds? That's why I'm upset. A 950 watt power adapter. How on earth is a computer that has dedicated graphics that laptop has onboard integrated graphics rubbish useless? So I should say Master Allah because obviously it's working. And this computer, Nadif, and, 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 and I guarantee Nadif is not even anywhere to be found. We should do his bestie now, isn't it? And call him. Honestly. Shaz, honestly, get on his case. Anyway, I don't know what the software issue is. The problem is we can't find it, Adil. The class is all working fine. All the Al-Maghrib class is working fine. The, no, no, this is not new, Marina. This is my five-year-old computer. But five years when I, ago when I made, built this computer and I upgraded the, 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 the components each time, it's 10 years ahead of its time, bro. I don't mess about like that. This computer will destroy anything. If you put that all that, you know, uh, IT pro... Uh, on it, it smashes everything. How can it not maintain a YouTube stream for crying out loud? Anyway, you know what this means, Shaz, yeah? 
You know what this means, Shaz? It means that we can go on holiday. Yeah, this was our big fear, isn't it? How can we go on holiday? Because now the class is going to be rubbish quality. Well, now that the laptop can do that, I can do this from anywhere in the world now, bro. Come on. You know what I mean? Take the camera, take the mic, take the laptop. Shaz, come on, bro. Shaz, hook it up. Naples Pizza Tour coming down, bro. Couple of weeks there. Do it from a cafe. No, man. What are you talking about? Holiday. This is the time to holiday. COVID, Kapotar. Man, are you kidding me? Right. So I was upset. Suddenly I cheered myself up. I've literally, Yanni. So if I, if I click on that, would it tell me? Mahboob. Search for a game. What the hell's this? Have you just put me on? You useless. You, you know what you've just done? Wait, what? Oh, you're kidding me. I've lost the whole screen. You absolute. Why do I have got no idea where I'm Oh, there we are. Sorry. Here I am. Where, where, where's, where's, the, where's, the, where's the class gone? Mahbub, there's a last time I ever do that. Ever. Ever. I just lost everything. I don't even know where I've gone. Anyway, so, okay, I'm still here. Qasim, I knew it. Marina was going to come in sometime thinking, what the, what's that was going on? Guess what, Marina? Marina, let me speak to you. We're talking holidays, Marina. I don't know whether you didn't catch on to the whole conversation. I don't know what part of that did you think was part of the class. But I kind of segued into it very clearly. And we're still in the middle of the, the holiday section. I know there could be some confusion about this. Okay, but... You'll be glad to know that the holiday part is done. We've confirmed it. Gutted about my computer, Yanni. I don't know what we're going to do about that. Very happy that now the holiday Yanni game is open. Bismillah, mashallah. All right. Anyway, so the question is, is that if the Sharia is sending acts of ibadah upon us and not giving parameters for it, how is it possible that the parameters that are then chosen are ones that are made by the people's own yani, emotions and, and yani uh, estimations and beliefs, right? And the reason is because um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala intended it, intended, it, intended it that way, right? He intended it that way. It's not meant to be something which is easily defined. There's, yani, basically, as Abu Barzata radiallahu an, uh, in the famous hadith, he said, yani, it is meant to be easy, right? And I'll give you these examples in a minute. So for example, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala never said anywhere through his prophet or directly in the Quran that whoever moves three times in the prayer, then his prayer is invalidated. Or whoever moves four times in the prayer, then his prayer is invalidated. Or whoever moves twice in the prayer, then is invalidated. And if they scratch themselves this much, the size of 50 pence piece or dinar, or an X, or a Y, or if your arm moves. And by the way, all of these statements you can be found across the madhahib. Okay? It's very interesting. And I've, I've spoken about this before, many times, right? That something which is not actually there in the sharia, in, in, uh, from, from an evidence point of view, should make us comfortable about the ruling. And at the same time, not attack the scholars and the madhahib who do insist that. Who do say, if you move three times, then your prayer is done, or whatever. Now, when they say that, you've got to understand that they don't actually believe. They don't believe that. 
but the people are too stressed. Like not everyone's a student's knowledge like you, have all the evidences like you, read Yani Yani, appreciate Yani, the, 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 the flexibility on the issue like you do. The masses Yani like being simple. And they get freaked out when you hear things like that. And they spend their whole time, you know, trying to, is this enough? Is it not? Is it enough? Is it not? They fall into what's worse. It's like the, like the, the traveling thing. Even those who follow the opinion that there is no set distance for travel, even the majority of those people who are students of knowledge and whatever, they are stressed all the time. They're always thinking, I don't know, am I not? Am I, am I not? Am I, am I? And these are the people who fully understand it and they believe in that opinion. And you'll see that I tell all these people, I don't care if they're scholars, I don't, I don't, I don't care if they're scholars, I don't care if they're students of knowledge, even myself, I don't like leaving the decision to be subjective. I like 50 miles. I like 80 kilometers. I like, you know, something being there. Don't have to think about it, whatever. Even though I'm absolutely clear that the correct position is no set mileage. What you feel like is the correct position. And I will adopt that when I feel comfortable with it. But if I don't want to think about something, I just want to take it easy, I just go by distance. So it is important to respect the scholars, even though we know that that you're not going to, um, uh, you know, we know that there have not been specific rules from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala come down, but we're not also saying, and neither the scholars saying that they're putting rules where Allah has it. It is in a way, but it's being done because of the need of the people. The people have asked for it. The people have asked for it. Right? So, so what is the correct answer? What is a lot of action or too much action or whatever? The answer to that is, is like I've always said in this class many times before and in other classes too, in Fiqh al Maghrib, is when you move that much or do that much, so much so that a person random walking by will not think you're praying. Will think this person's not praying. There's no way this guy's praying. And that can't be a non-Muslim because a non-Muslim would have no parameters. I'm talking about a normal Muslim who prays understands the prayer, understands what's going on. Normal Joe Bloggs Muslims, that's why it goes back to culture. They will look at that and they will say, this is this guy can't be praying. Yeah? Um, and that's it. Don't complicate this issue. It really is that simple. If a person's itching, it's allowed to itch yourself. A person's doing this and he's turned around from the Qibla like that and he's doing all this, that person's going to think, what the hell is this? Right? So, whereas if a person is itching both here and here, in the same places, and he keeps his hand there and he's going, and his eyes are down and he's... Then he puts his hand there and he transfers to the... Yeah? Massive difference. Massive difference. So, it, my, my point is, is that a movement to be considered invalidating, alright, needs to have a buy-in from the people and what they understand. All right. Now, Mesa, Jazakallah, Kullu Khair. Please yani, put up the, the reference for the students who don't know about where we covered this whole issue in huge detail. So we've covered all of this in a lot of detail, folks. Okay, In a lot. Movement in the prayer. Um, I don't know what section or what part or whatever, but we have. Yeah. Right. So, if the people think this guy's not praying, 
then that's too much. And if the people look at yani, this action and they say, you know what, that's something minor, it's insignificant, then it really actually is insignificant. And that is how, that's a lot of ice bro, it's not a lot of coke. Zakmullah khair, I'll uh, start to, um... yeah, yeah, we still got quite a bit to do inshallah. Chapter 17, year 8, lesson 3, well done. Well done. Right, now, so he goes, there are certain things that we, uh, Sheikh Hutabin starts to give some examples of, of actions that you know I don't invalidate the prayer because it's not too much movement and people will know. So he goes, for example, someone who's praying with a kid. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, still, we're still, you know, one hour is good. It, it, it puts the urgency in, it's good. Um, so, so for example, someone's got uh, praying with a child and uh, uh, sorry, uh, someone's got a child with them and they're praying and the kid starts crying and distressed and the person then decides to pick the kid up. So to calm them down and you can be more relaxed and the kid is, you know, is stressed out. So you play with the kid and, you know, you put him in your, 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 whatever, your thingy magic and you hold him and just do that slight rocking or whatever. Okay. Okay. And he still focuses on the prayer, uh, or she focuses on the prayer, and they carry the the, the, the thing, the kid. When they go for the court, they put the kid down, and then when they go to, and then they pick him up again, and then when they go to sajda, then they put the kid down to the side, and then, so this pick up, put down, pick up, put down, okay. Sheikh says, there's loads of movements. We have so many, so many, okay, uh, uh, movements here, picking up and lifting and down and this and that, etc. etc. Okay, and it's yani, heavy as well. But all of us consider this to be something minor, even though it's a lot, especially seeing that the Prophet had done this himself. Okay, the Prophet did this with Umama bin Sainan, radiallahu ta'ala anha. Okay, in a hadith which is in Bukhari. Alright, then another one, uh, which I mentioned before, someone knocks on the door, okay, can a woman breastfeed her child whilst praying? That's a mad one, that's a madness right there, can a woman breastfeed her child whilst praying? I don't know how practical that is man, yeah, I mean, Tahajjud is a no-brainer. I've got no problem with tahajjud, right? Long, nafal prayer, very relaxed. You can even eat and drink, let alone give to eat and drink. Yeah? So, yeah. I'm comfortable with that. I just, I'm not, no, no, there's no one. You see Rayhan Miskeen. That's the problem with Rayhan Miskeen. Okay? <laughs> Rayhan Sida Sada. Not married, no kids. Come on, Rayhan, confirm it. Confirm it, Rayhan. Did you get married recently? Definitely got no kids. Man up, Rayhan, and admit it. Okay? No, Rayhan, you let us down, bro. Why do you have to think that a person, you know, has, a woman has to uncover her order to breastfield? Come on, bro. Goodness gracious. What are you about? Umruka, are you literally defending a guy who has a five-month-old? Unless, obviously, they haven't been breastfed. That's something else. You do not need to, of course, without uncovering. 
Oh my goodness. I'll demonstrate for you right now. <laughs> oh, that not even. Okay. Uh, that's a madness, Rehan. I'll tell you that right now. Okay. So I just want you to. I just want you to know that uh, a, 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 it is very possible and not just very possible. Our Muslim women do it all the time, all right? Because we don't wear tight clothes, okay? We know it's haram yani, for, for a Muslim woman to wear tight clothes that show limbs and this and that, whatever, if they're outside. If they're at home, they're normally wearing throw about this, that, you know, that big prayer kind of gown. Very easy. You put it underneath. And when, we, when I say put underneath, none, none of the body is uncovered. A layer is lifted, right? The baby is then put into place, baby latches on, job done. It's automatic, man. It's all auto. I don't have a problem that at all in a nafal sunnah prayer. My issue, my concern is um, uh, is in an obligatory prayer. In an obligatory prayer, length of time. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The answer to that is I don't know for the obligatory prayer. It's a good question. Okay. Um... Uh, when I said put the baby down to make ruku'a, is that mandatory? Of course not. It's just that it's very, very difficult. As someone who has done ruku'a with a kid holding, it messes up your ruku'a. It's really horrible. Okay, so that's that's that. Ghassan asks, the, can you pick up a child who wears a diaper that has done their business in it? The answer is no. If you have a child, Yani, that, that has... Uh, and this is according to my position. This is the position of the Hanbali school as well, by the way. And this is the position of Imam Ahmed. And if a child has already done their business in a, a nappy or their diaper, you are not allowed to pick that child up. Okay? Vis-a-vis -vis holding a child already and they then do their business and then you put the child down. That's something which is okay. The prayer continues. Okay? Um... Uh, Whereas if they've done it already, then you're not allowed to pick up the child from the beginning. Are mothers allowed to hold their child from the start of the prayer? Yes, you are. You can. All right. Yes, you can. Um, yes, you can. And can you guarantee that the nappy is not najis? Mesa, no kids. Definitely, I. Mesa, hundred. I'm going one hundred percent. Mesa's got no kids. I know that anyway. But, but, come on, bro. You see. I will tell you, as you know, Mr. Mom. What's that Robin Williams film called? Was it not Mr. Mom? As the, the domesticated, amazing, amazing, domesticated, perfect husband that everybody knows. Mrs. Doubtfire. That's the one. Sorry, Mrs. Doubtfire. So I'm that guy, basically. I can do everything at home. Yeah. And people would not have any. I'm not Mrs. Doubtfire, meaning I dress up. I mean, I am. That yani domesticated. So I know when a nappy has even had a little tinkle in it, let alone yani a full, the full behavior, you got, you, got, you got to have a kid. First of all, you've got to have kids. Secondly, you have got to have changed nappies. And thirdly, you've got to have carried kids in the prayer. And alhamdulillah, been there, done that. All right? Now, that's anything in the prayer. Okay? <laughs> Let me tell you, Rehan. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Let me tell you, Rehan. 
that that was probably in the first year okay that was probably in the first year of the class yeah but i didn't probably hadn't take some time yani you know take some time all right let's get some more uh, let's get another page done and then we'll start taking some of these questions so if someone yani knocks on the door and the door is closed and it's in the direction of the qibla so you don't have to go uh, 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 left or right or X or Y um, and you can still uh, 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 face towards the, the Qibla um, or if he goes to the right whilst he's still facing the Qibla or he goes to the left while still facing the Qibla so he sidesteps and opens the door this is action and if the door is closed then this is a minor and this is what the Prophet ﷺ did for Aisha radiallahu anha um, this hadith, I think, is narrated by Imam Ahmed. I will give you the reference to it. Yeah, as narrated by Imam Ahmed, narrated by Abu Dawood as well. Uh, the narration of Abu Dawood is rated, narrated 922. Okay, this hadith, inshallah, is authentic. Okay, although, although Imam Tirmidhi said that this hadith is Hassan Gharib. Yani he had some issues with it, yani, but he didn't consider it to be weak straight out. Okay, but still. And there are some scholars that didn't act according to this. Let me just make that clear. However, we're happy with it. And another example. All right, another example. I love this. Right? I was reading this earlier on, and it just makes me smile because uh, a sheikh says someone who's got a, a ride with them, a horse basically, yeah? A, a ride or a camel. And so he holds their reins and whilst praying, right? Because he's got nowhere to, you know... So he's got to hold the reins. And what happens is that the, 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 the animal will pull you in each direction. So you're going to be pulled that way, pulled this way, pulled that way, pulled this way. And at that moment, is this yani, too much uh, action? Is this too much action? No, this is not too much action. As long as you're still trying to face the Qibla and you're being pulled left, right and center. I don't think this is a major uh, at all. And neither the Shaykh Uthameen and neither. And this happened to a companion. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's actually narrated in Bukhari this, okay? And his name was Abu Barzata radiallahu anhu, al-Aslami. He's a well-known companion. Um, and he was praying once, okay? He was praying once and he was... Hold- the reason that this makes me smile, not just because it's hadith, and I'll come to that in a second, is because obviously the whole urtural phenomenon has reset a lot of people's yani, you know, thoughts and ideas about how things are. But there's a lot of people who are not used to the way and understanding of how Muslims used to live or people used to live, right? The fascinating thing about Uthra is how much focus you see on all the little details, right? They don't cut it out. So one of the reasons that it's hours and hours and hours long is that they don't have any problem making it hours long. They want to make content for TV and keep people you know, connected to a TV, every single thing for hours and hours. So they show the things. And one of the things that everybody notices is how much time they spend tying up their animal. Like if that was a Hollywood production, right? They would never, ever allow the people to see that. It would be cut out. It would, you know, they'd edit it so a person would get off the horse and the next scene, they're there and the horse is tied up, whatever. But every single scene you will see that they go to the flimsiest of branches or trees and they just need something and they'll just make a basic knot with their Reins, right? Uh, with the you know the reins, the thing which uh, the, 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 the 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 rope which connects. If you don't know what rain is, 
the, the rope, which is connected to the um, thingamajig. So, um, he didn't. Now, in a desert kind of community, it's not like in Turkey. Turkey is madness, isn't it? I mean, it's just so beautiful. It's got trees, forests, and everything. Now, that's not the case so much so in a rocky kind of deserty type of yani, atmosphere or environment. Yeah, like in uh, the Jazizul Arab, the Arabian Peninsula. So he's holding it in his hand, and the 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 uh, the uh, the beast itself is pulling and this and that. Okay. Um, so much so that it started to walk off and he's almost kind of following it but still praying and still in the direction of the Qibla as best as possible and then there was a person who was passing by who was from the Khawarij okay from the Khawarij and he said Allahumma af'al bihada shaykh Allahumma af'al bihada shaykh now this as a statement is 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 such a shocking statement it's, it's, Ya Allah, deal with this person. Yani like, yani it's, the, it's the most amount of hate that you could ever show. You're seeing a guy, subhanAllah, miskeen, who is struggling with his camel whilst praying, trying his best, and a guy comes and curses him. Oh Allah, deal with this person. Yani just pun- basically punish this person, Ya Allah, only you can punish him. Because look at him, yani how much is disrespecting the prayer, look how much is disrespecting everybody, etc, etc. Okay? Abu Barza, radiallahu an, he finishes the prayer, he, he, he carries on praying, finishes the prayer. I'm going to quote verbatim. Okay? Listen to his response. He goes, I heard what you just said. And I accompanied the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in either six or seven or eight battles, Six, seven, eight battles or excursions, military excursions. And I witnessed firsthand his leniency. I witnessed firsthand just how kind, gentle, lenient he was. And for me to go back, back home, with my animal is more beloved to me than I go back having lost my animal. That I go back home whilst I still actually have a ride is better that is better for me, is what I want more than the problems and the headache and whatever of having lost my animal. End of story. Slap down. What the hell's it got to do with you, you plump? Yani you I'm I don't want my I can't get rid of my I can't I can't I can't point him anywhere. I can't have time up anywhere, so I don't want. I don't want to lose it, and so I want to hold on to it. I mean, it's 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 it's, it's a mental one. This one, to be honest, okay. So, uh, so this is an example of movement which is allowed. Another example is itching, as we said. Itching is something which, even though it can get out of control, especially the uh, Bukhari. Uh, the hadith is one two one one. Okay, it's narrated by Bukhari one two one one. Um, now, when you itch, you can't be just itching for the sake of just, you know, habit. If you've got an itch and it irritates you, it affects your khushur. And the reason a person itches is because it calms the skin down. That's the actual, uh, uh, whatever, the, 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 um, 
the physiological response to to the histamine response which is causing the itch is dumbed down by the itching process temporarily of course and sheikh says if that itch itching process increases the quality of the prayer then it's a no-brainer that it's something which is allowed okay and i'm going to close this session with an absolute all-time classic okay folks this is the last example that yeah but that depends on how you itch scratch i mean yeah scratch sorry yeah itching scratching it depends like my kids and everybody knows it's absolutely haram in this house to scratch like this okay has to be this has to be the scratching this is this is the extent of our scratching and itching no nails whatsoever that's disgusting first of all and i don't even care even if it's uh, uh, with cloth i don't care completely but yeah, yeah because my kids yeah, they won't understand anything unless i call it haram right so so Someone else is clearly severe itch that they can't reach whilst you're in Salah. Can you do it? Sick guy. Asking because it's happening in Tikaf Jama'ah. One bro scratched the bro's back next to him. In the prayer. How? Like what? Was he going like that? I think that's allowed. I'll tell you right now that's a sick question. If you see a guy who's literally you know, in agony in the prayer and you go and you do that, that is it. Absolutely. Mariam, come on, bro. Someone's yani, trying to reach. Bro, come on. Come on. So, if that's not ta'awun and al bir, tell me what else is, man. Come on. <laughs> but by the way, that's what happens, Salaj Ibrahim. That is what happens in Itikaf. Oh, Itikaf buddies? Oh, bro, friends for life. Come on. Some crazy things happening at Itikaf, man. You know what? I never missed any Itikaf. I don't know, man. For like 10, 15 years. And then when the kids became too many. I haven't done one for like about 8, 9 years. Oh, it's a murder. Itikaf is the best. Anyway. So I just want to finish off this point. Okay, because Marina is going to have a heart attack, yeah? So we don't want that, right? <laughs> this is so funny, yeah? That, this is so funny. Sheikh says, final. Final. No, I'm going back. Now the kids are, bro, now, now, the kids are getting there now. I just need Hiba to get a bit older because obviously now I'm addicted to her. When she gets about two, one, two years older, she's not going to care about me anymore. When she drops that, I don't care about you anymore. I'm going to say, I didn't care about you at all anyway. And then I'm out there for it to care. All right. So I've got to wait. Now she cares about me. So I've got to, you know, take advantage. I've only got about another one or two years left. The, you know, the addiction and relationship between us now is on a whole different level. Hiba has been a joy all my life. But I know she's going to go because we've seen it happen to the Iman, the fish. Yeah. They're always in everything and then they just don't care at eight nine the independence is too much wallahi i'm telling you uh, uh, brothers and sisters take enjoyment from your kids before they turn seven eight nine because then they're gone they're gone then you 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 are as equal to any other person but it, what five four five six seven oh my god they worship you bro oh my god you love every minute of it anyway Sheikh says, final example, all right? He goes, if you're in the prayer, no, no, that's, no, no, gone, that's gone, gone. 
It gets worse. It's just progressive worse. I told you, I, I've written about this, spoken about this, lectured about this. Yani, when they're seven, eight, eight, nine, they're still very much yours, but the love is not there. They don't run to the door like, Yani, you know, they run at five. That's when you know that it's gone. Don't really make me upset for, man. Oh, shut up. People, Yani, changing my mood. Oh, you know when they don't run to the door anymore? Oh my God, it will break your flipping heart, bro. I'm telling you, man. Lena, just say Alhamdulillah. Okay. Anyway, he goes, Sheikh says, final example, man is in the prayer and he has a pen. Bro, why don't we do this? Okay, I enjoy it, Usman. I'm telling you. So, guy's got a pen. He is. Marina, we submit to you, Marina. We will never be as nice as you will. All right? Bismillah, mashallah. We know. Okay? Right. When my mom and dad comes, we run the other. My kids, Yanni, run to the door and they say, where is he? And the kids have been told, Yanni, just tell him that he's busy as me. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Let me tell you something. I took my mom for a COVID test today. MashaAllah, make dua for her, man. Ghafar Allahu and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give her health. She has an operation on Saturday. And I'm praying that Allah doesn't cancel it. Because she has been waiting for absolutely months. She has a torn rotator cuff. And uh, uh, it needs, yani, you know, it needs work, man. It needs to be uh, fixed up. So inshallah, it goes well on Saturday. I took, it to, I took her to the COVID test. I'm telling you now, the way that my mom interacts with people is without a shadow of a doubt, the funniest form of stand-up you will ever, ever see in your life. You know, you know that whole nice to Christmas thing, okay? Yani, my mum opening the window and trying to converse with a woman who wants no conversation whatsoever. She looks like some flipping astronaut, Yani. She's got flipping, Yani, hoods on and this and that and blah, blah. And God knows what, right? And they want to do it through a little gap in the window because you, you said driving COVID test, right? So they don't want to chat. They don't want to say hello. They don't do anything. And my mum doesn't know any of this. And... You know, she's got the thing out there ready to stick it up her nose and put it in her mouth. And my mum's like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sugar. Oh, my God. I'm, so I'm there holding the steering wheel thinking, oh, my God. You know, sugar, how are you and what you're doing and blah, blah, blah. She just doesn't care. She just doesn't care. Anyway, anyway. May Allah make it go easy. Allah, I mean. Sheikh says... That he has a pen and he's in the prayer and he doesn't remember what he needs to remember because he has an exam coming up. It could be a little while, but the exam is coming up and he cannot, <laughs> this is hilarious, he cannot remember. And he's struggling, struggling, and then he goes, it's time to pray. So he's praying and he remembers. 
So, he pulls out his pen <laughs> and he pulls out his receipt. Okay. And he starts writing in the prayer. <laughs> okay. And he writes, Sheikh says, five lines. Five lines. Sheikh says, Oh, uh, 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 wait, 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 wait. Just wait. You don't even know what his answer is yet. He's, uh, we're just talking about examples. Yeah, he's a hypothetical. Yeah, yeah. Right, but just wait. Okay. All right. Now, the reason that Widad yani, obviously finds this interesting and this is the only moment that she's, uh, she's actually commented in the entire thing is that she does this every three prayers, by the way. Okay. So, now, she's pulled it. He's put, so she's pulled it out. Because, no, we're not going to do this, yeah? Why did she do that? Why did she pull it out and write it down? Because she says to herself that if I leave this prayer, I'm going to forget it. If I leave this prayer, I'm going to forget it. Okay? And maybe, as you said, so that she can get back to focusing on the prayer and stop thinking about it. So she's she writes it down so that she won't forget it. The whole point is to get it down that, you know, Sheikh says this is too much, this invalidates the prayer. He goes, this is too much. It invalidates the prayer. However, Sheikh continues. He goes, if it's a word or two, if it's a word or two, then that's Nana Minor. <laughs> it's a minor. It's a minor. That is why we are the wobblers of wobblers, bro. I love this statement, guys. All right. Sheikh says, If, if we don't need to do that, then it's no major problem. This is the irony, Mesa, that the, the dividing limit was three li five lines and a few words. Right? Fatima, remember the beginning of this Adatan, the whole chapter is... Now you see, Fida, this is the point, Fida. I said about era, about your era. This is the fiqh. Yani, a person could argue that to say that would be obviously, well, actually it won't be because um, you're speaking, so that's worse. But my point is that we've got to try to, now there's not a shadow of a doubt that it is less haram, or not even haram at all, according to Sheikh Muslimin, to text because, bro, 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 let's do this, okay? Let's do this. Face time, okay? All right, I'm in the prayer. I remember it. I had to look at it to see if the pen was coming out. Yeah, if you're listening to the podcast, by the way, I know you're going crazy here, yeah, but I'm I'm just pretending to write.
So that was the writing one. Yeah? Okay? Alright. If Taymur was in the class right now, he'd say to you that the, the, the system that he has done is... Right, okay. Phone version. Come on now, guys. Come on now. There is no comparison between that and the, you know, the, the, the writing. Okay? But my point was, is that if we're going to go, no, get... Wait a minute. Umbrakaya, you're saying the paper and pen is more acceptable to what I just did there. How? I didn't even move one hand, by the way. Not a single person would have thought that I'm, I'm, uh, yeah. And I was still looking down and the movement was. Zakiri, am I losing my mind here? 100% she's right. That what, that it's, there was less work, there was less movement in the, in the, in the, my God. Unbelievable. All right, guys. All right, we're going to do a vote. All right, we're going to vote. All right. Put type one. Don't do it yet. If you thought the more movement we're talking about was in the pen, paper, putting it back. All right. No, we're not talking about mind. We're not talking about mind. Or put two if there was more movements in the two. It, all right. Which one was more movements and whatever. There's not even a question. Of course it's number one. Alright? End of story. Number two, you'd be mad if you thought that there was too much. Oh my God, opening the pen and crinkling the paper. How have you got paper ready in any way? Oh my God. Unbelievable. And by the way, let me, yeah, so there's it, there's it done. Or writing on your hand, maybe that might be less. I just want to add something. Okay? The people who are saying that the number two is worse because you of the distraction... Of the phone. At what point did. At what point did distracting. No no we're not opening no door of texting or anything. Hasib all I want to know. Yeah is where the fish have you been. And I haven't eaten for donkey's years. That's all I care about Hasib. I don't care whether you vote one or two. All I want to know is that when I was off my diet. I never got any biryani. And now I'm on my diet. I've got to wait two months. That's the only thing you should care about Hasib. You want to shut up always. I'll do it right now. I'm a rock. Okay? Now, so, listen, I'm not saying this is halal. We're not talking about halal, uh, Zakaria. What we're talking about is which one has more movement. And I'm saying that if writing two words on a piece of paper is all of that versus yani, the phone, there's no comparison. If you're going to bring distraction into it, close that door. Because distraction is dominating every single person's prayer. The mental side of the uh, uh, the mental side of the prayer is not yani, the one which is um, considered because the Prophet Sallallahu has already has already told us that we're losing portions of the prayer. Yeah? And we already said that it's not one of the mistakes that invalidates the prayer, the lack of mind. It affects the quality of the prayer. We've already covered that, right? And imagine, and I already said that imagine that a person 
got into the habit of saying I've got to do Sajjah Sahu because it was not a great prayer. I, wasn't, I didn't feel it. It wasn't amazing. Bro, you'd have to make Sajjah Sahu after every single prayer that you pray. Come on. Right? Now, Fatima, if someone saw you, they'd think you weren't praying. A hundred percent, which is why if you do it super quick, right, then that's the whole point, right? So just, but let me just, let me just, uh, uh, I think because of these whole conversation regarding ADAA as a boundary regarding movement is so convoluted. Don't, oh, Ada, Ada. I was thinking, what does Ada mean? Uh, as a boundary regarding, uh, uh, Movement is so convoluted. Don't know what's the real solution. Uh, absolutely. No, 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 Hasib. <laughs> it's too late, bro. I'm on a full diet. Don't you dare bring biryani near my house. Qasim Khudadi. I'm telling you now. Hold out. Two months. Then I'm coming for that biryani like a, like a fat boy goes to cake. All right? So, um, my point is, folks, that it's just nice to hear it. I'm not saying ever that you are allowed to write or to do this. But I'm not saying it's haram either. Let me make it clear. But it's just interesting to hit example. But that's not the funny part. Can you believe I haven't got to the funny part? So we can close. Sheikh says, he goes, if he writes one or two words, then that's not a major problem. Because, he goes, because sometimes people have something really, really important. <laughs> he goes, sometimes people have something really, really important that they need to remember. And when you remember it at a time where it's come to you, and you know at other times it's not going to be. And you know that shaitan, when you enter into the prayer, he makes you remember that which you didn't know. And he goes, remember this, think about that. Remember this, that's what the hadith says. He's quoting the hadith, okay? Which he never ever thought of before, okay? This is not because he's being nice to you, but because he wants to try to corrupt your uh, worship and, you know, destroy your, destroy your prayer. So it's, I, I, but, but, the reason I laughed is that Sheikh Uthameen on one hand, He's actually saying, you know, take advantage basically of shaitan's tricks, which is a madness, by the way. And that's exactly what he said. I don't care what anybody says. Sheikh Uthameen, in other words, has said, well, hey, if shaitan has made you remember and been successful in him ruining your prayer, then if you got something important, take advantage. You remembered it. Write it down because if you believe you're going to forget it afterwards, it's not saying do it, but he goes, if you also believe that, you know, now that you're there, you're not going to remember again, then one or two words written down is not a problem. That, yeah, when life gives you lemons, bro, you make lemonade, man, and that, honestly, I love that. And that's why Shaykh Allah, I mean, alayhi rahmatullah, is a don. So the point is, the point is, is that it sounds weird, it is funny, okay, but it is what it is. Um, again, it, bro, this is the same. This is the same when you come next week and we start talking about eating and drinking. Like, you know, as we were in the Telegram group, people were having heart attacks and we were talking about the issue of uh, 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 eating and drinking. In the prayer, in the prayer, people are going to end the prayer. Right, so, uh, genuinely, my class position is, forget writing, forget texting, I think a person is allowed to do anything that they need to do, as long as it doesn't dominate the prayer, as long as it doesn't, uh, you'll see actually, the conditions later on, that we will cover next lesson, will explain my position, what the class position is. Okay? But exactly what Sheikh Uthameen has said there, so far, we're very happy with that. That's the position of many of the scholars, Yanni, in our times. Um, and anyway. But okay, let's let's do some questions. 
but, but even the questions are now starting getting wow control right my opinion on gelatin is it halal i prefer I, i've changed my opinion i used to in the early days i used to consider that it has been changed enough in later times and this is very possible because the testing ability uh for uh for and uh, uh, noticing any yani, substances and DNA, etc., etc., okay, has got better or more accurate. I'm now starting to have doubts. The presence of that, I just can't, from a practical point of view, the change of state, what's called as istihala, is obviously done. But at what level is enough for something to become halal? Is it just in a general sense? I get that. I, I'm happy with that. However, me, myself, I know that I can sense this, that, whatever. I prefer to avoid it. I won't say it's haram. I won't say it's haram. Just like I don't think that little bits and pieces of X, Y, Z, whatever it is in a food makes it haram when it's not intended to be there. So I won't say it's out and out haram, but definitely I believe it should be avoided. And I prefer the side of caution. Before I, I, I didn't care about it. Now I prefer it's not. Working in the IT side of a bank of insurance company, this is not a simple question, Rukaya. That's, that's, that's not That can't be answered just like that. Okay, My answer is detailed in that. It depends upon the nature of your job, the nature of your contract. Um, if it's only a small client, if it's just one job out of many, then it's something which is whatever. If it's a dedicated job, then how important is your role to it? Okay, I, 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 that's not something that can be just answered so, so quickly, especially when we're one and a half hours over, one thirty-seven actually. Um, so yeah, I'm okay with texting. I just I, I I I I'm okay with what's been said. What does it mean when you say the khawarij, Harris? You need to look into that. Just Google the who are the khawarij, and you'll get the. I'm sure some good answers. What happens if the dirty bag... So it was a cult. I ain't got time to go into that. What happens if the dirty baby comes to you and like sits on you whilst you are praying or holds your hand or touches you, holds onto your leg? Yeah, that's fine. You then push them off. So if that happens, then you remove it. Okay? It doesn't break wudu. It doesn't break the prayer. Okay? It, you have to... Once you become aware of najasa, you remove yourself from it. Um, when the imam stands for the fifth raka'ah, you know, and you know it's his fifth, you can stay seated until he comes back down. Do you make sajda sahu with the imam if he realizes? If you end your salah yourself, do you do the sajda? If you do the prayer yourself, there's no sajda. If you're with the imam and he does the sajda, then you do it with him. And even if you didn't, it wouldn't be a problem, but you would do it with him. You would stick with the imam to do that. Okay. Um, if I'm passing by a jama'ah in certain places that are not comfortable with women's presence and I'd rather just quickly walk past, is that sufficient excuse to not notify them of a mistake that I notice? I mean, how can a person be able to work out a mistake in the actual, the, the number of the prayer if you're walking past? I don't know how that works. But yani, if someone's got some really, really pressing reason why they can't fulfill the obligation, then okay, yeah, it's not obligatory. They've got to assess that. I mean, your scenario doesn't make sense to me. Can a woman who's praying in Jama'ah with only her mahram Verbally correct. No, we covered that. We we did cover that, and we said that no, they should say tasbih to be on a safer side, right, Mesa? Yeah, did I say that? Because we went into it a long time in a lot of detail. Uh, I don't even know what that means, Usman, lying imposter. As per our local uh, uh, state law, when the woman stayed home for the kids, then upon divorce, the man had to provide financial support for wife and children. So in cases where the man is not being good, can a woman use secular law for separation? Asking for a friend whose therapist therapist wants her to use a state legal system to enforce it upon the man. It is not permissible to resort to kufr law when it is possible, unless every shari avenue is exhausted. Okay? This has nothing to do with women staying home for the kids or not. 
okay, is to do with Islamic Sharia. Women are meant to stay home with the kids. What are women, what are women meant to do? Leave the kids in, in thingy air, right? And there's details that need to be uh, assessed. Woman needs to be interviewed, man needs to be interviewed, whatever, whatnot. Scholars need to be involved, masajid need to be involved. Everything has to be exhausted. And only when that has been exhausted, then you're allowed to take the minimum or minimum of secular enforcement. But even that's got to be according to Islamic law. For example, if the, the secular law rules and says, yeah, you're divorced and you get £50,000, for example, or you get $50,000 or you get all of his wealth, for example, you're not allowed to take that wealth. You're only allowed to take what is obligatory yours. For example, a scholar will say to you that this amount you're, uh, you're allowed because of, you know, you're looking after the child, for example. If there's no child to look after, they've grown up, then you're not allowed to take any money. Right? So, etc, etc, etc. I was owed two times £1,500 rebate from the council and I was paid three times sick. I, can, I contacted them of the overpayment. However, they're adamant that they haven't and the case, case is closed. What should I do? So if you've genuinely exhausted the, if, they, if, you, if you've genuinely exhausted, genuinely, not that, uh, you know, let me try only halfway. You've told them full story. Listen, trust me, this is the score. And they've said 100%. Okay. No, that's, that's definitely is us. Then that's yours. Now you're allowed to keep it. It's better to give it away in charity because you still know that there's a mistake that's being made, even though they don't realize it. However, if they have the authority to give it, it's allowed for you to keep, but you should give it away. What's better is for you to give it in charity. Allah knows best. If the female imam missed, for example, Surah Fatiha, could you just recite the first ayah of Fatiha to trigger their memory? This is the kind of thing I was saying that would be allowed because it's from the jinns of the prayer, but you wouldn't start with that. You start with يعني, uh, 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 the clapping of the hand. If it's a oh, female imam, beg your pardon, sorry. Then you would say subhanallah. Okay, that's something which is allowed. All right, in that scenario. Uh, uh, in that way to indicate or clap or, or say subhanallah for them to work it out if they fail everyone's confused then you would recite the first uh, thing or x or whatever it is no so smacking disciplining kids whilst praying is all right yeah any minor minimal yeah that's okay minimal and someone with ocd the final question folks they have a lot of movements but my question is technically they don't need to move they just think they do. No, it's something, someone who's suffering from a condition, they're not held accountable for that. Guys, Zakmullah Khair, thank you very, very much. Um, what is any announcements? Um, we have uh, Birmingham that has Amar Shukri's class upon sin, which is very good. All right. Uh, the venom and the serum. Very, very nice. I, I took part of that. Okay. And uh, also, those who have not taken Pure Pesa, uh, then I'm going to be teaching it next, not this coming weekend, the weekend after. Okay. That's the next weekend after. And uh, yeah, we've got Suleiman Hani's class in London as well. Now, the only thing is that um, the only thing that you need to know, almaghrib.org, just go and check out the classes. Make sure you go through all the cities, yeah? You've got to go. Oh, yeah, you did ask this question, Yusuf, so I will answer it. One second. So you'll go through the uh, uh, different cities, all right? Now, I do want to remind you, though, that the Singapore class has got mental timings. That's the only thing. So those are our packs, and Americans will find it very useful. Okay, not very useful. Would they find it useful? Americans maybe struggle, all right? But uh, it, it, in, the, in the foreseeable future, for at least the next three months, next week is the only class that I'm doing because I'm busy after that, okay? So that's Pio Pesa. Um, and, oh yeah, sorry. Um, salam. Why is it that saying Subhana Rabbi Al-A'la in sujood or Subhana Rabbi Al-Azim in ruku' is a wajib, specifically when there are other masnoon du'a for the sajda or ruku'a 
Like subhanakallahumma rabbana wa bihamdika Allahumma ghafirli. Also, I answered this uh, before, Yusuf, okay, um, in detail in the section of Subhana Rabbi Al-A'la and so on, all right? Uh, so, but the, sh- the short answer that I will give to you is that there is no logic behind the answer. That's it, okay? I know exactly why you're asking that question. We also asked our teachers that question and all of them responded that it is what it is. And so... Although we won't go all out and say that a person's prayer is invalidated if he said this instead, whatever, whatnot, we consider it to be an absolute obligation to say Subhanahu Rabbil Ala and Subhanahu Rabbil Adim because there's a consensus of the scholars on it, even though the evidence for it has not, not, yani, I want you to know that the evidence would suggest that any Subhan is allowed, any Tasbih form is allowed. Okay? And so for that reason, uh, we. We, we, we just follow them. It is blind following, frankly. And I don't mean a madhab. I'm talking all madhabs, classical and contemporary scholars. So it's a position of safety. We always say that the masnoon du'as, Rabbi Ghafili, whatever it is, you add them to Subhanahu Rabbi Al-A'la, Subhanahu Rabbi Al-A'la, they don't replace them. There's a consensus on that. I completely agree with you. The evidence does not yani, categorically state that. Allah knows best. Lesson went on too long, but at least it wasn't. It was all right, though. Zakhman ahead, folks. Let's jump over into the... There you go. Thank you very much, Mesa. Well done. Awesome job. Zakhman ahead, everybody. Let's jump into Telegram group and have some fun. Shukran. Subhanakallahumma bihamdika. Shadu Allah. Ilaha 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 ila